morning, and welcome to another day of our psalm meditations, looking at God's Word together, putting truth into our hearts and minds, and meditating on that together. And I hope this has been a real blessing to you, and I hope that uh, as you start the day today, you get a chance to grab you something, a nice a nice drink of some sort. I'm going to give away, you know, I, I like to give away stuff here at these things. I'm going to give away a secret recipe okay so this is a top secret um so so don't share this with everybody because you know this is a a top secret recipe for your morning time in the psalms and the word of god i'm gonna teach you how to make my famous honey water here it is take a spoonful of honey put in hot water and that's it yeah, you got it. You got honey water. And so hope you get a chance to try that. It is awesome stuff. And um, as you look at even a psalm we're looking at today, that God's word is sweeter than honey to my mouth. And so in honor of that, I gave away my honey water recipe. And so, you know, you know, handle that recipe carefully. But I hope you're having a really good day. We are uh, really looking at the psalms together. We've been looking at this week and and last week, we looked at Psalm 119, um, and the week prior to that, we looked at Psalm 19, just looking at God's Word. I think we're in a time when we need to know what is true, and there's been so much stuff that comes around uh, and trying to determine what is true, what's not true, and to be able to meditate on God's Word and the challenge and encouragement of that. In fact, I was interested, I was interested when I read this week that... Um, you know, we're all familiar with David Livingston, the, the great pioneer missionary of Africa, that he actually took with him to Africa a Bible that he had earned because he had memorized Psalm 119, and he did it at the age of nine. At the age of nine, he memorized all of Psalm 119 and earned that Bible, and uh, I thought, man, that is quite a challenge. Uh, I've memorized parts of Psalm 119. Um, a couple stanzas here and there and individual verses throughout it. But what a challenge that would be. And I was also thinking about another challenge I'd put out uh, a couple weeks ago. We were looking at how Psalm 119 breaks into 22 stanzas, a stanza um, for every letter of the Hebrew alphabet. And so each one um, is a stanza there. And I had asked the question to put out there, does anybody know what other chapter of the Bible is framed in the same way with 22 stanzas. Each one of them, each verse in that stanza starts with that letter of that alphabet. And so far, no one has taken up on that. Nobody has earned the prize on that. And so if you know the answer to that question, email me or call me or text me and let me know, uh, and I would be happy to give you a prize. But hope you're having a great day. And we're going to look at today. Psalm 119, verse 97, the, the, the uh, stanza for the Hebrew letter Mem, um, and uh, that is not mom or mum, as uh, the Canadians might say it, my mum. Uh, this is Mem, the Hebrew letter, and every verse in this stanza begins with that, but we're, we probably know the verse one the best. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. Oh, how I love your law. And so let's, let's talk about for a few moments the love for God's word in that and, um, and really developing that. I was stunned years ago. I learned about a guy 
his his name was um, William McPherson, and he had worked as a uh, in, in a stone quarry. He was a superintendent or a supervisor in a stone quarry, and at one point. Um, he had a, a blast, a, an accident took place and a blast actually severely injured him and he lost his eyesight and both hands in the explosion. But he was a man who loved the word of God. And, and so he was trying to figure out how do I continue to, to consume the word of God because he couldn't read it and he couldn't even touch it with his hands to, to read Braille uh, until he learned that he could do it by touching the braille letters with the tip of his tongue. And, um, and so he began reading the Bible with his tongue. In fact, at the time I read this years ago, he had read through the Bible four times by using his tongue. And what a challenge that is. And, and, and this is a continual theme throughout the, this psalm. We sometimes think that the psalm is just humming the same string or humming the same tune or, or playing the same string all the way through. But it's got a lot of depth to it. But there is a continual theme of because of the depth of the Word of God, it causes me to love it. And I, I went through in one of my readings through Psalm 119. I underlined all of the um, times it speaks about loving God's Word or delighting in God's Word. And I noticed it several times in, in verse 14, verses 47, 48, 70. 77, 92, 97, 103, 113, 127, 131, 140, 143, 159, 163, 167, and 174, all specifically mentioned that delight or love for the Word of God. And um, I hope that becomes a deeper delight for us, a deeper love for us. And that's a growing process. When we're born as a new believer in Christ— we have a general, natural love for the Word of God. Like a newborn babe desires the sincere milk of the Word. There is a heartbeat for that. But the more we grow into it, the more we hunger for the good stuff. And we hunger for depth and to meditate on it and chew on it. And so I hope that's our hope that's your desire. But let's, let's kind of break it down a little bit this morning. And, um, and you can sense, as he says, oh, how I love your law. You can sense with the with the word it's an intense love and passion for the word, um, and so there's this this desire for it with his whole being. In, in connection with uh, uh, with this is the the Shema that we might think of in Deuteronomy six that the the, the Hebrew people would um, daily pray and quote, um, and and it was to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And then Moses immediately adds, these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. And the point is this, love for God is evidenced by love for his word. In fact, right following that in Deuteronomy 6, it talks about that the word of God would be taught and be on the frontlets of their eyes and it'd be taught when we sit down and we rise up, we teach it to our children and be on the doorposts of our house that, that the love for God would be evident by our love for his word. And so when people don't have a deep love for God's word, that makes me wonder why not? What it, it is revealing and telling of their heart after God. Now, Job said it this way. He says, I have treasured the words of 
my of his mouth, speaking of God's mouth, more than my necessary food. Well, what did the Bible call Job? Well, the Bible called Job uh, a man who was uh, perfect and upright, that feared God and excused evil. Jeremiah said, your words were found, I ate them, and your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And so we ought to have a, a love for that. So how do we develop that? What's involved in a diet of the word of God? Uh, one, obviously, become a child of God to naturally desire it, hunger in it. And then two, there would be a, um, you know, develop a discipline, a practice of consuming it. And again, that takes growing in it. Um, just as like when I was younger, I never really liked salad a whole lot. Um, but I was disciplined to eat it, <laughs> disciplined really more so if I didn't eat it. Um, and, and, but over time, I began through the regular consumption of that, I began to enjoy it and began to see that it, it was good for me. And I think in the same way, there becomes, as we get in the Word of God, as you read it, you begin to discover its sweetness and its beauty and you begin to know God deeper, and you almost say, man, I just can't wait to sit down and, and to read the Bible more. Um, I, I love hearing testimonies of, of believers who are like, I had, I had a gentleman just tell me this year, man, I sat down one morning, and I went to my study in my house, and I spent like three to four hours. He was, he was a young believer, just really growing. He said, man, I spent like three to four hours just reading the Bible. I had recently, during this coronavirus situation, had a had a believer who would, had, had strayed away for some time and was coming back to Christ. And, and they said, man, I just spent all last night just reading God's word. See, there's a natural connection there, I think, that takes place. And so we, we read it, we study it, we obey it, we apply it to our lives. We say, how does this apply to me? How, do I, how does this fit to me? Do I love God's word? Do I meditate all the day? Do, is it sweet like taste to, me, to, my, to the, my mouth? Um, and... Um, you know, to grow in that and then to just rely upon it. And, and so he says, oh, I love your law. It's my meditation all the day. Um, and the idea there is to continue to think about it, to grow in that. Um, so what's it produced then? What is, as we meditate on God's word, as we consume God's word, what does that produce in the life of the believer? Well, notice what he says there. Verse 98 you, through your commandments, make me wiser than my enemies. Look at down in verse 19. I have more understanding than all my teachers. Verse 100. I understand more than the ancients or the aged. Look down at verse 104. Through your precepts, I get understanding. You see that connection there? As I grow in God's word and read God's word and study that, I am going to be wiser I'm going to have a depth of understanding. It gives us wisdom. It reminds me of uh, Solomon as he was um, uh, trying to give words of wisdom, and he was giving out words of wisdom in the book of Proverbs. And he's given it to his son, saying, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, um, to perceive, receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, equity. And he goes through that, all these things. He says, a wise man will hear and increase learning. And a man of understanding will attain to wise counsel. And so he's talking about just growing in that, and there's the wisdom in God's word. Man, I don't know about you, but I don't feel like I have even mined the, nearly the depth of the word of God. But I want to. 
And, and I want to continue to grow in the wisdom that comes from that. There is a sagedness. There is a um, kind of a, you know, you, you know those who you can go to and get counsel, and they've got just a sage wisdom. And you ever notice the connection? Those are the people who really have a walk with God, a relationship with God, and, and, and are in His Word daily. And so um, I think there's just a connection we ought to keep in our minds that we ought to delight in that. And how sweet are your words to my taste, he says. Sweeter than honey to my mouth. That's verse 103. So, so there's your, your honey water thing there. Um, but man, to, to spend time in God's Word and um, to grow in that, and, and that our, our words and our thinking would be bibline. I, I love the way Charles Haddon Spurgeon made a comment. We're familiar with him. We're also familiar with John Bunyan, John Bunyan who wrote Pilgrim's Progress, just a, a wonderful depiction of the Christian life. And, and John Bunyan said, or I'm sorry, Charles Spurgeon said regarding John Bunyan, he said, Pick him, prick him anywhere, and you'll find that his blood is bibline. The very essence of the Bible flows from him. He cannot speak without quoting a text, for his soul is full of the word of God. Man, that that would be said of us, that our souls are full of the word of God. We just meditate on that. And so as you uh, think about that today and just spend a little time in, the, in meditating on this text and read this through, Continue to read through Psalm 119 and, and read through different portions and make notes and, and, and dig in the Word of God that we would become wiser, that we would have understanding, and we would delight in it. It would be sweet to our taste. That's, that's the desire. Well, let's have a word of prayer, and then you can go try out that new special hot recipe. Uh, now, don't post that on Facebook because that's not for public knowledge, you know, how to make that honey water, but... Uh, you know, you can go try it out for yourselves. So hopefully you'll enjoy that. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, thank you so much for today. And thank you for your word that is true, that is such a, a depth of, of knowledge that we can grow. And not just knowledge for knowledge's sake, but knowledge of who you are. Knowledge of how we as believers ought to live in this world and apply uh, what you desire of us to the everyday lives. We thank you for it. I pray that you would help us to love it. Help us to delight in it today and, and as we continue to grow as believers. It's your name we pray. Amen. Well, hey, have a wonderful day. And again, I'm waiting to hear back what other chapter of the Bible is laid out like Psalm 119 with 22 stanzas. This one only, The other one only has three verses per stanza. Let me know if you figure it out. Talk to you later. Have a great day.